0: Alrighty, Creedcast Preview, Port Adelaide uh, going up to play Brisbane at the Gabba tonight, 60, 6.55 at and Standard Time, uh, for a nice Saturday night game, got a nice little run of Saturday night games coming up here, starting with this one, um, but uh, yeah, a real, one of the uh, big tests of the year really, going up to the Gabba, um, to play the Brisbane Lions, a team uh, we have, uh, well, last year we um, got a fair touching up from them, um, particularly in the second term, it was a Interesting game last year. Uh, I'm just diving right into the preview. I don't do any of Haven't been throwing any music into previews or anything like that, just because I'm usually recording them um, in the very, very minimal spare time I have. Um, with this one being 7 a.m. Saturday morning currently, um, which I was, you know, I was meant to do it last night, but um, the wife, the better half of the creed, uh, made her footy debut last night, and she was playing out at Gaula Centrals, um, which you know the dog truck out there if you know it. Um, and uh, she was meant to play an 8.30 game because there was a few. It was like a season opener for the Women's League here in the Barossa. She's playing for Tanunda. And um, I think there was a couple of games going on from what I could gather. I got there around 7.30. She was meant to have an 8.30 start. Then there was another couple of teams playing at the time. But um, she texted me at one point while I was on my way out there. I said, oh, it's probably going to be 8.45, 9 o'clock now. And it was around 9 o'clock when she started. And then um, she played right through to, you know, around 10.30 by the time the game was done. And uh, by the time, we, you know, get out of the rooms and all that stuff. And um, she was, yeah, I think we've we only got home sometime after 11. Um, and, uh, yeah, she copped a nice shiner last night as well. Stray elbow to the eye. And <laughs> then she came over with a bottle of wine as well um, for her defensive efforts, which being her first Aussie rules game ever. And she really hadn't kicked a footy too much um, until in with regular occurrence until she started training um, a month or so back. So um yeah, just bringing a um, player of the year skills from um, soccer over to footy, and I uh, had a good game off of uh, out of the back lines, um, playing a lot of sweeper in the, in the deep and deep in there, and um, clearing the ball out of there. Um, but yeah, we had a late night, and I didn't do the preview last night because I was knackered and I um, also wanted to make sure she was um, going to sleep okay with a big shiner, and um, the the club trainer did just say, look. She says she's all right, and she did seem she is fine. She doesn't have a concussion or anything, but he wanted me to keep an eye out for her just in case, So, which you do. Um, and I was very appreciative of him making, making note of that to me. Um, but, yeah, obviously with that in mind, I didn't want to go record a podcast last night while she was going to sleep. So um, here I am uh, doing it in the morning of the day of the game, which I've done a few times before. And um, I find the previews are something, fun- if people want to have a listen to them and um, get around them before the game, it's something they can, and I try to keep them um, short enough. So they're just a little um, a snapshot of what I think about what could happen with the game, but usually I'm wrong. So who cares? <laughs> no, I've had it. I've had it done, done okay with some of my predictions at times, but um, anyway, I think I'll start and talk about how we got touched up up in Brisbane last year before I went on a tangent about the wife's footy game. Um, but yeah, we did. You know, last year against Brisbane was one of those games, and look, it was an interesting one because I think the first quarter, um, from memory last year, we really don't we were. On top of them, it was tight. Um, I think we kicked one goal six or something like that. Uh, it was a game where it was one of those ones where it was really, um, you need to take your opportunities, otherwise they're going to hit back and hit back harder. And, um, you know, we've been, I've talked about that a lot with our Port Adelaide side this year, is um, absorb the pressure and then make sure you just hit back harder. Um, unfortunately, that's what Brisbane did to us last year up there. Um, yeah, no, they really um, absorbed a lot of what we were doing in that first um quarter and uh didn't let us um punish him and then when they came out in the second quarter and we got a run of five or six goals on and and uh i think you know four or five goals up at half time um possibly more and um you know just really kind of put it out of reach re- really quickly and um you know had it was probably our first first of two um bad losses last year um you know st kilda at home was a bad loss in the sense that we probably should have won that one but st kilda had, Decent side last year, and they we it was a closer game. Um, we just didn't take our opportunities. Um, but the bad losses, as far as I'm um, actually just being put out of a game, um, happened against Brisbane up there, and then of course it was Geelong last year too. But Brisbane and the team we're talking about, and um, certainly on their track, they're a dangerous side. Um, so it we've got to go up there and um, you know, accept the challenge that that, that is, um, you know, um. We're going away, and uh, we want to. After our, um, we've had a couple of good away performances this year, as far as um, going going away from home to to Melbourne. I mean, you know, North Melbourne should be beaten in Car- Carlton. was one of those games. I said was a uh, a test um, to see how we we're travelling and playing at the G. And we and we look, we passed that in flying colours, in my opinion. Although the, the scoreline doesn't reflect a a comfortable, uh, maybe as comfortable win as it was. Um, it certainly was a comfortable win, but um, you know going away to a team that is contending, um, um, at least on paper. Um, you know, Brisbane have been in different start of the year as well, but we are going away to a team that at the start of the year was one of the four main main picks for um, possible premierships, um, and Brisbane, uh, and certainly even with their um, up and down start of the year, they're still they're in the mix, and, um, and an incredibly talented side, I'm just looking at it on my computer screen right now, just looking at the lineup they've got, um, even with the outs that I will get to in a moment, but... They're still an incredibly talented side and they're on the home deck on a Saturday night and um, Port Adelaide, you know, it's, it's been a long time since we've had the, the rivalry that is Port Brisbane that was the early 2000s, that was, um, you know, the two best teams in the league for four straight years um, and, the, and the battles that we would have at those times would be epic but um, there is still, um, for those of us uh, particularly that were around at that time, remember that well. I think on both sides of it, there's a lot of um, there's still a feeling that there is something there whenever Brisbane and Port come together because of cause, just because you've got that in your memory bank and um, and it's certainly something I think about whenever we come together is those those battles of old and it's been fun seeing both teams be um, up there again the last couple of years um, for me I it's just um, you know it's just it reminds me of those glory days for us that could have should have been better maybe but um, we still got that that wonderful 2004 premiership. Out of those years and um, and fully deserved and and beat one of the best time, teams of um, our generation. So, um, you know there is a, there's, there's a lot there in the background, but um, the the current teams are um, trying to build their own kind of destinies and and um, and they both uh, both got t- loaded with talent, even with the outs that they have. Speak briefly about um, Brisbane's uh, lineup first, because there is um, a big out, and, and I'm not breaking any news here by saying that Lockie Neal is out. Um, this weekend for the next few weeks, it sounds like it could be eight to 12, 10 weeks or something like that. I can't remember what the exact diagnosis was, but he certainly had some ankle surgery and, um, ankle surgery means you're not playing footy for a few weeks at least. So, um, he's out and, um, I think there's a couple of new, new blokes coming in. Well, there's a uh, Reese Matheson is coming in, I think for, um, uh, Lockie Neal, and then um, there's another young lad called James Madden. He's a Irishman, um, coming in. He's making his debut, uh, coming in for Darcy Gardner, um, who's missing under AFL's concussion protocol. So they've got a couple of new blokes in, and one bloke making his debut. Um, and he's a speedy Irishman apparently who broke the uh, who broke the um AFL draft combine 20 meter sprint record at um at the European Combine in 2017. Um, so he's a speedy little bloke. Um, he was recruited to Brisbane in 2019 and um, was playing in the uh, NIFL. Um He's kind of learnt learnt the game, and they they seem to be pretty um, pretty excited about him. Both with his he's he's got apparently just um, he's quite the speedster, so to be um, making sure that we keep him on a leash and not let him have the space to kind of have a dream debut as 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 you know everyone would be hoping. Um, as well as the fact that he's um, he's pretty pretty up for the contest as well, um, so you know that's an exciting thing for um, Brisbane that they've got you know, and it's always these you know these guys come in from um, you know when the Irish guys come into footy they're always kind of labelled as a cult figure before they even um, you know get a, get a game. So I think there's probably going to be a few Brisbane fans out there excited and um, certainly going to add some excited excitement to their team um, for tonight, and as well as just the fact that this is um, a big opportunity for them to get a home win against a, another contender. And kind of in that battle for the the, the top four and the top eight, um, whenever you're taking points off of one of your, your direct opponents for spots that, around where you want to be, um, you know, that's something they're going to be wanting to do. And when you get a home game against uh, Port Adelaide, that's where you really want to, um, you know, defend your home ground and, and, you know, lay a marker in the layer marker in the sand for the for the season as to where you where you feel you're at as opposed to um opposition. So um, you know, those are the those are the things we're gonna be looking at. But, you know, even with those ins and outs, you're still looking I'm just looking across the side and there's still just so much talent there. Um and a lot of a lot of youth talent and um as well as you know, all that tall timber they've got, you know, Harris Andrews and in the back lines, and, you know, Daniel Rich has been around for so long and played for so many bad Brisbane teams, and now he's enjoying that late twilight of his career and uh, being part of such a good team, and, and still playing good footy, and, and then you look at that forward line with the lights of, you know, Eric Hipwood, um, I remember when he first started playing a few years ago on the game he had against us, It was just like, he's, he's a see-ball, get-ball kind of bloke, and he is, you know, his kicking's a bit erratic at times, but um, he, if you give him, if we give him enough opportunities, he will be damaging, and he has had some has had some good games against us. So, um, but we have they haven't seen us in our, our new iteration this year yet either. So it'll be interesting to see what that battle's like. Um, with you know, our got- our, our backline having looked so um, good, really, apart from that one half against um, uh, against uh, uh, West Coast, which was more or less, um, you know, uh, that was a that was a direct result of the the lack of pressure upfield as well. You know, the balls is coming in so easily and. Um, without much pressure into the the forward line uh, for West Coast, that we did the our defenders were kind of left out of kilter a bit there. But as long as um, you know everyone's up for the contest, and that'll be that'll be that'll give the defense a good chance to see where they stack against guys like Harry Hipwood and uh, and Oscar McInerney and some of those other blokes. And you know just just looked up, the, seen Joe Danaher's name there, and just gone, oh fuck he's there too. So that's fun. Um, good luck, boys. No, that's a, that's a great test for our back line. when I mean, you got guys like Joe Danaher, Eric Wood, and Oscar MacInerny all rolling across. Um, you know that's just going to be, um, you know, there's going to be a lot of tools going going around there, and um, yeah, that'll be, that'll be fun for him But yeah, and then you got the guys like Charlie Cameron, who's um, I don't know how good. of he, I haven't watched too much Brisbane footy this year. He's been um, um, he hasn't quite been having the year, and uh, certainly we're um, we're uh, you know, I'm not uh saying it's Lucky that obviously uh, Cam Rayner going down with that injury in preseason is horrible. I don't, you know, I don't like seeing guys go down with injuries and season-ending injuries like that, especially someone in the youth of their career and um, just trying to trying to build in their career. But just looking at it from a Port Adelaide standpoint in this game, it is a good thing that we don't have to deal with Cam Rayner as well because he's he's such a great player, and that's I'm just kind of giving a backhanded compliment by saying I'm happy that we don't have to deal with him today. But I'm unhappy that he's, um, you know, you don't want to see guys like that. Um, exciting guys in the league and um, seems like a good bloke. So, um, you know, just going down with injuries like that. But for today, um, it's a good thing we don't have to worry about him as well because there's plenty of others to worry about um, in that lineup. So, um, you know, um, I think Hugh McLaughlin's been having a pretty good year too. So um, lots of lots of Brisbane players to worry about still. Even if you're looking at the side and thinking, well, no, and look, no, Lockie at is huge. He's the Brownlow Medal Obviously, had a great year last year and was a strong favourite um, for that Brownlow medal, and, and duly won it. Um, and he's and he's um, often been kind of one of those players that's um, had a good day out against Port. So that's going to be that's a big loss for them. Um, they've, but they've still got a great. Great side um, and one that we can't underestimate, even without the loss of Lockie Neal, um, because as I'm about to get into, we've got our own big loss out as well. So yes, um, news broke this week that um and and look, I was probably a little bit. There was a news report probably Tuesday where Travis spoke. who was on the news, can't remember if it was Channel Seven, Channel Nine. Who I don't know. I just saw the video pop up on Twitter and watched it, and um he was just saying he's a you know was a bit of soreness from a last few weeks, and um, he was seeing how he'd pull up, and I just thought, oh, okay, I didn't realise, you know, just, it's Travis spoke, you just get used to him, turning up week in, week out, um, and even if he cops a little cork, you know, I think it was, in North Melbourne game, he said he laughed about having a bit of carry on and whatnot, but um, he, he's pulled up, he, he's come through fine every other week since, so I didn't think too much of it, but then um, it dropped on Thursday, um, which was a yeah, there was a few other news stories breaking Thursday. It was a um, just a very very busy timeline um, on Thursday, but um, we're not going to talk about that on this podcast. It certainly will get its own podcast um, in in the coming days um, with the prison bar stuff. But yes, it broke Thursday as well that Travis spoke was going to miss the week with a bit of a quad injury he's been carrying the last couple of weeks. Apparently, is what the um, party line was. So, which um, you know, that's that's just that's just footy, especially at. A thirty-two-year-old player. Um, sometimes, if they're carrying little niggles like that, it's you know, it's nothing, nothing to um, get too worried about. But it's just sometimes they need a week just to let that, let those things settle. And that's just that's just footy. Um, and, you know, all the, you know, with all the medical advances that we've had with um, you know keeping players fit and fresh, um, it's a marvel really when you look back back on footy in the um, you know olden days, as you could say, um, with whether it be ACLs or whatever else, or or the simple knowledge of how to manage, um, you know, the, those softer injuries. Um, and I mean by softer as in, like, not, like, you know, tears and all those things. I don't mean, like, soft people. Um, but, you know, sometimes you still, you still the, the body is just need, needs time sometimes. That's all it needs. And so it sounds like that's what Boak is um, sitting out the week with, and they're, they're very hopeful. He'll be back for um, another big game next week with the showdown, but he is out this week against Brisbane. So, um, interestingly enough, you've got your Brownlee medal winner and the Brownlow medal runner-up. Um, from last year, we're about we could have been going head to head in this game, and now neither of them are playing. So, I guess you could say if you're looking at it from the outside and going, "Well, oh geez, bit Locky Neil's a big loss for Brisbane," but then you go, "Oh, Travis Spoke, have another great year, and Hat was a you know right up there in the Brownlow Medal last year. He's out this this week as well, so it's more or less um, a wash there for um, as far as if you want to look at team evenness going into the game. Um, so that's that's um, that's just what it is, but. That does present the opportunity for one of my favourites. Um, and look, I love all these. I love all the Port Adelaide boys, but Pal Pepper's been someone who, uh, right from pre, the pre season when he first came in and then his first game against Sydney, um, just loved him. Um, he's just, I've got like, I think I've got three Pal Pepper badges because I'm super proud to have one of his first season, one where he had hair, and then I bought one next year afterwards and I just keep buying them. Um, so. Uh I love Powell Pepper and um yeah, ho- hope he's um obviously um assume he is doing um better and um well since he's come back in. Certainly looked um looked the goods against um last week in the in the in the sandful. Um best on ground and um looked you know, just looked um fit and ready to go and um so He's back in, and um, certainly had a great he had a great year for us last year, and um, cemented kind of his importance in our side again. Because um, you know there was, there, there was whispers about whether what kind of role he's he's going to play going forward, and um, and some whispers around list management kind of decisions. But Palpa he stayed and stuck it out, and is and he's proven his worth, and um, you know. Uh, He's a good. He's you know if you're going to bring someone in for Travis Boak, um, Pal Pepper's not not a bad replacement. Um, again, the depth that we've got rolling through, um, is is unbelievable. So, uh, Pal Pepper in. Um, that's the only that's the only in and out. Um, all the um, it's actually a really kind of nice week with um, you know, the Boak Boak injury not being something to get too worried about like some of the others that we've had in the last month where it's been you know a month out, ten weeks out, whatever it is. With Dersmer, um, Butters, and, and of course, Lockie Jones as well. Um, but, you know, broke out just for a week and then Power Pepper in. There's um, something to, yeah, be excited about. Um, Martin Frederick um, keeps his place in the side after a wonderful debut last last, I about say last year. Oof. Um, need more coffee. Um, last week, um, I've talked about that on the St. Kilda uh, review um, a couple of days ago, which you haven't listened to that and want to listen to just kind of my rambling thoughts about how St. Kilda St. Kilda win went. Um that is there on the feed and will be there forever. Um and um until the internet dies. Um but yeah, that's there. But yeah, Martin Frederick had a wonderful debut and um, otherwise, you know, it's um you know, a lot of guys that are the lineup's been, you know, stable for a couple of weeks, um or with apart from those ones in and out, you know, Marshall, Georgiades, Dixon, that wonderful trio that's kind of kind of started to find some find some rhythm the last couple of weeks. Um looking forward to seeing how they go. Um in got to their first big test with all of them in the, in the side since that West Coast game. Um, uh, yeah, because I think um, the next week after that, I think Marshall was out, so then the Marshall has come back in for Laddams in the last couple of weeks, um, but we haven't seen these three. Um, you know, Laddams was there for West Coast as well, but now we're seeing the Marshall, Dixon, um, Georgiades, kind of the, the way they've been playing the last couple of weeks. Um, Has been uh, quite promising, you know. Georgiades has just been flying. Um, Dixon has been utilizing the space a little bit more and just and he's he's leading out a bit. Um, He's going moving up the ground to um, make things. (laughs) Dixon running and bouncing down the wing last week was a sight to behold. Um, So he's you know and Marshall's Marshall's kind of doing similar things. Georgiades very much um, you know sitting there. You know it's just it's just a wonderful like trio that's kind of working at the moment and um you know I'm just really excited to kind of see how they go against a against a more um you know contending defense um you know, especially with that those those players that they have back there, you know, how they go against Harris Andrews marshalling things back there and and um, you know, kind of going against a big test. It'll be um it's a big day for Georgiades after having you know, a couple of big weeks. Um, you know, Dixon, you know, he's been around for a long time. You know, he's, he's been part of plenty of, plenty of um, rivalry clashes at the Gabba in the past as well um, with his Gold Coast days. So it's not like it's um, unfamiliar territory for him, but it's just an interesting one for him working with... Seeing how they go, with, you know, the third week in a row now. We've had the Marshall, Dixon, Giorgiati's um, tall trio working. So um, a big test for them and one that I'm sure that they'll be um, relishing and, and excited for. Um, but yeah, then the rest of the guys that we have got down there, you know, the that's what's wonderful about watching these guys work at the moment. As you look at how the tools are starting to figure it out, and then the and then the smalls that are getting around there, your Fantasias, your Motlops, um, Rosie, Gray, um, are all starting to really feed off of the um, off of the chaos that is you know the chaos that is causing the opposition by the Dixon, Marshall, and Georgiades. They're not taking marks, and you know you know Dixon's Dixon's bringing it to ground for Rosie to crumb and score from you know a foot out. With that goal last week, and Fantasia's enjoying it, you know, with his um, silk hands picking it off the ground when it comes to ground, and, and then Motlop's finding space with the with the movement of the tools, and he's taking big marks and kicking big goals as well. So it's just everything's functioning really nicely down there at the moment, and um, I'm looking forward to seeing how that goes against a against a contending uh, contending uh, d- uh, defense this week. Um, and then you know the midfield, Jesus, um, we, we were good last week, and um, you know it's you know, wines in in all-time form, Aimon in all-Australian form, um, and then you you guys like you know Pepper pow, pow, pow having and Drews, Drews one of those guys that some people are asking whether um, he you know Rockliff might be a bit stiff to be missing out still, but um, you know Drew certainly, while he's not like light, lighting it up like a Rockliff would, um, I think he's got there's there there are little things there, and I'm I'm like you know I'm gonna like. He's he's a good he's a good little player and that's um I just hope to see a little bit more out of him this week but um it's certainly not to say that he doesn't he's not deserving of a spot. Um but um and then yeah, it's just it's just a um that back line is what I'm really excited to see how they go against um against that, you know, I was talking about the the guys that we've got, you know, you've got um Danaher and um and Hipwood down there and then, you know, Oscar McKinney floating down there as well. When he gets down there and takes Marks and um you know, there's just um a big test for these guys. You know, Aelea um wasn't there the last time we played Brisbane. So it's kind of like there's you know, th- this back line that we've got now is a very a new from back line the way it's functioning. Um compared to last year obviously. Um and we've been very, very um, you know, frugal in how we give up our opportunities, which is good. Um, so this is like a big test for them, um, and I'm really excited to see how they go. Um against you know burton as well you know burton's and i've said in the st kilda review um and a lot of people have been saying it, he's like a new player this year because he really hasn't had a consistent run like this until this year so knock on wood again um but burton and alia essentially are like two new players into the side from last year and um kind of changes the way that that back line works and you know hart looked good last week as well um, i was a little bit worried about him a couple of weeks ago obviously weren't running around on one leg but he seemed to pull up pretty well and and um has gotten through last week well as well. So, you know, the backline um is fit and firing and probably the best backline lineup we can put out there at the moment. So there's no excuses down there, um, apart from just what how we um the overall game goes. Um so um yeah, it's it's building it's it's just you know, balanced really nicely. Um if you're a neutral, um I'm sure you might be looking forward to this one as a little if you're a neutral that just loves watching other footy games. Um, you might be sitting there just thinking this might be a nice little Saturday night game because it, it it is poised quite nicely. Um, I'm nervous. Um, I'm nervous before a lot of poor games anyway. I'm just one of those ones that, you know, I try to tell myself, you know, what could go badly, what could go well. You know, I try to t- tell myself, you know, you 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 do that as a fan, yeah. You try to run through the game in your head and run through all possible um outcomes so that you don't think you'll be surprised in the night. Oh, excuse me. It still doesn't work. Um, usually, but um. Yeah, I I'm nervous but excited. Um, you know we've got to relish these big tests as Port Adelaide fans and the and the Port Adelaide team. Um, when we're in this in this Premiership window, as everyone talks about us being, and that's where we certainly are five and one on the year as well. Uh, we're right up there, and um, you know this is just one of those tests that are going to come every year. Um, and we need to we need to be ready for it and going to the Gabba and and uh, trying to knock off the Lions in the kind of form uh, kind of team they are at the moment is uh, one of the best tests that you can get and. Um certainly, as I mentioned, um with the the rivalry that I remember from my, my youth, um I'm really excited to get up there and see how it goes. And um really excited for the Port Adelaide fans up up in Queensland are up there as well. I did I have um intimated that there's a chance that we'll be up in the Queensland region in the um in about a month and a half for another uh, the Gold Coast trip. So um I hope that we get to see some of those people up there. But um excited for those that are going to the gabba tonight and um make themselves loud, make self known. Um, wear the wear the prison bars if you've got them. Um, and uh, and uh, enjoy the game. Um, yeah, as far as probably what I think might happen. Um, I'm thinking it'll be it'll be a close one. Um, I'm never going to tip a port loss. Um, and I don't think I don't think we're certainly we're certainly um capable of going up there and getting a win. and I believe we will. Um, probably the, the twenty point range. Um, I'd hope that we're good enough to kind of um stick with them. And it might be a little bit of a, a st- boxing stoush for a while. And um, I'm hoping that kind of um, how we are as a team and our fitness and our levels um, and how we control games, that we'll be able to battle it out and um, find ourselves and um, just open up a bit of a gap um, in the second half as we ha- as we have kind of done a bit at times this year and, um, and, and make sure that we, um, you know, even if it gets out to, to um, I'd love to get out to 40 points, but um, yeah, just get out to that f- around four goal range, and yeah, look, I I think we're we're capable of winning this one by in the com- range of just, and I've talked about it before um, on this podcast um, that uh, I really am, am impressed with how we've been controlling games at times this year. Um, we seem to there's a maturity to our game and our our, our, uh, our football, um, and there's a there is a method there uh, clearly to control games and make sure that we have the have the um, the control of the game, as well as the ability to um, break it open, as well, and that's what I'd like to see that against a, a good side. So, um, if we can um, get a bit of a break on on the lines at some point tonight, and then control the game, then uh, around four goal wins shouldn't be out of the question. So, yeah, look, I'll put, just put my stake in the ground. I'll just say twenty four points. Who knows? Um, I'll be wrong, but um, as long as it's um, four points at the end of the day, um, that'll be a um, a great response and. Probably my last note to it too is that um you know obviously this week uh, has been there's been a lot of news um off the field um unfortunately um it's not nothing of our fault or doing um unfortunately we just want to wear a, wear our guernsey um our rights our heritage um and uh, that is constantly being denied for reasons that don't make sense reasons um <laughs> just reasons um but, uh, you know, and I will talk about that on a separate podcast, but I think for the for the game, the game preview one, it's important that um, the side um, and the fans certainly in, in the game and, um, you know, don't be distracted by, you know, don't let the outside noise um, filter through to the game day experience um, for the, the players. And then, um, you know, when you're out there um, as fans as well, just uh, focus on the team and all that stuff uh, will be sorted in due time um, and we will get sorted. It's not going to go away until we get the the result that we are deserving of. Um, But yeah, we've got, it's important that we, um, uh, you know, let the, that outside noise quieten for the um, duration of the game. And, um, and the players certainly, um, and the players will certainly be well aware of their goings on in the regards to the bars as well. But um, yeah, it's important that we see, see a side that, um, and you can you, you know you can manifest that in, in the right way as well. Like you know, hopefully the players that are um are passionate about the bars like we are, um, go out there and use that as a, as an you know let's let's play Port Adelaide football and show why we are you know deserving of um, wearing these bars and, and and bringing these and making this an AFL thing as well. So. Um, yeah, no. It's important that we don't let the outside noise get to us. But um, if we're gonna, if it's gonna be on your mind, then manifest it in pos- positive ways, and um, and you know, keep that, and you know, show the Port Adelaide tradition and why it's so important, and uh, why we should be be allowed to wear them. So, um, yeah, no. I'm excited for this game. Um, like I said, 24 point win coming up um, in about 11 and a half hours, I think, from now. Um, just as a squinty eye at the turn, at my screen. Um. Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to this one. Big test. Um, a big, a big week coming up this week. Obviously, at home with the showdown coming up, so it'd be great to be going on there, off the back of a big win away uh, up at the Gabba. So let's go Port. Let's get the get the chocolate. Let's let's go six and one and head into showdown week in uh, great form and um and knock take another big scalp on our way to a way to the finals this year. Go Port.